Hello, I'm Matt Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 191. Oh, yeah. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. Hey, everybody. And uh, Dave Gregg. Hello. Kyle Wagner. Hey, guys. And Philip Proctor. Yo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks Thanks for coming out, guys. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. So uh, on uh, on Friday night, we actually recorded a, uh, a special episode of the podcast because uh, Joshua Smith was in town for... You know, some sort of, like, uh, libertarian meeting in D.C. Some libertarian yeah. gangbang. It was yeah. a holiday party, guys. Yeah. So, anyway, he was he was in town on, on Friday, and Stephen Nicola came along with them. And uh, Stephen Nicola, he uh, he apparently um, tried to change the party platform to where it would uh, recognize property rights. It, it, it was just stating that we believe in property rights, you know? And I... It, it, it's it's uh and then i was telling you guys this before the podcast and somebody was saying oh that's radical you know and it's like uh yeah well i think the thing is you've got people like uh mike shipley and like the libertarian socialist caucus isn't that what it's called yeah mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> yeah like what <laughs> um and you know they obviously do not believe in property rights so i think it was a way of just kind of like drawing a line in the sand but uh mm-hmm. you know they, they couldn't get this approved yeah, I'm not sure uh, why they couldn't get it passed. It, it was to reaffirm our commitment to private property rights and free market capitalism because um, we've had this influx of far-left-leaning people. And uh, Matt Kunal is, was one of the leaders. He ran uh, for LP chair against Nick Sarwark this time and uh, fortunately didn't win. But I, I don't know. I believe that these guys initially had the idea of taking over the Libertarian Party if you know the history of the word libertarian, it actually um, came from anarcho-communists, and it was adopted by us um, more capitalist, free market-leaning people. But uh, it was from Europe, and uh, they, I guess, want to restore the word to its original meaning, and they had hopes of taking over the Libertarian Party. I, you know, don't agree with that uh, strategy. I mean, it's kind of stupid, but <laughs> like, I mean, to be honest, how do you like, think it's stupid? Well, if you, I mean, like, just join the Green Party or start your own party. Like, why bother going through all the trouble of taking over a party that was basically formed not? with a bunch of a, Ayn Rand following objectivists, mm-hmm. uh, Rothbardian anarcho-capitalists, and, like, some many lim- limited government types. You know, this has been a party that has never been any remotely anarcho-communist, so, like, why would you... Mm-hmm. want to take it over and then what value is there in taking it over we're already like distant third you know mm-hmm. you can almost start from scratch right with a new party and well why not why not invade the socialist party yeah or yeah i, I mean, mean they, they seem to be more closer to the socialist i mean there are i imagine there are members of the socialist party that are anarchists yeah there are and right? the green party so you already have these parties that are established for people like you so it's kind of a waste of time now i can understand trying to capture like the republican party or the democratic party because once you if you capture them then you're you're in power right but to to try to capture a small party like the libertarian party doesn't make any sense right so matt kunal if you're listening you might you know it's a waste of time (laughs) they just just want their word back. dude it's yeah it's like libertarian like can we have liberal back then? Yeah, right. And like, right. capitalist libertarians barely want the libertarian party. Like, why would you want it? Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it's kind of a stupid thing, but 
I, I don't know the rationale why everybody, why it got voted down. There are people that in the leadership of the Libertarian Party that want to be inclusive. They don't want to. They want to ostracize anybody. They don't want to ostracize anybody, you know, which I disagree with. I'm all for, you know, I, I saw a meme posted the other day from an alt-right guy that was like, um, yeah, you know, we hope the we don't want to join the Libertarian Party. We hope it fails. And I'm like, yeah, we don't want you in the Libertarian Party. Like, this, it's not, it shouldn't be welcoming to everybody. We want to be all things to everybody, but you can't. You have to stand for something. Yeah. Right. We don't want the alt right. We don't want anarcho communists. Like these, these are different ideologies. So, like, you know, they shouldn't. We we can't all be the same thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> then, yeah, at, at any rate, so we recorded this podcast on uh, Friday night, and that is in fact episode one ninety, and we've made it available for free download over at our Patreon. So it's totally free. Um, you can just go to patreon.com forward slash punk rock libertarians and you can download it for free there. We also, of course, have uh, we have video of this on Facebook, too, if, if that's more your your thing. Your jam. And then uh, also, too, speaking of the Patreon, we've got a, a Patreon now. So if you want to help keep the lights on down here in Anarchy Basement, um, we've also uh, we provide some uh, content for you. So if you contribute a minimum of one dollar per month. You will receive access to our After Hours podcast, which we record uh, right after this one. So uh, if you want to help out, uh, hit us up on there, and that would be uh, much appreciated. Uh, we also have t-shirts for sale over at uh, libertariancountry.com. And if you type in the code PRL or the code PRL podcast, you will receive a discount. And uh, they have all sorts of cool designs over there. So uh, go check out Libertarian Country. Mm. Yeah. Do it. So... Um, Number one uh, for for this week is uh, you know probably uh, Daddy Bush died. <laughs> Daddy okay. Bush. I, th I thought he was dead. Oh. I'm not gonna lie. I thought the dude was already dead. <laughs> nah, dude, he was like grabbing ass like just like a few months ago. <laughs> yeah, you remember yeah. this? <laughs> yeah, my wife From was telling wheelchair. me something about that. I was like, I think yeah. I heard something about that, but was I thought like he was a, already dead. Was it like a? Know. Was it a shoot? Was it a or football? Something? Yeah, it was yeah. a football game, I think, <laughs> or something. I mean. You can't blame the ninety-year-old dude in the wheelchair for like. What are you gonna? Yeah, he's, he's like up against you know. Fuck some... y'all! I'm ninety-four. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do? You get away with that shit, but what you don't get away with is starting uh, wars in the Middle East. Or med you meddling don't... in Central America. Well, you do get away with, with the it CIA if, if, if this is the American media, but if it's the punk rock libertarians, we're not so, we're not so gentle. Right, Kyle. Right, Kyle. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> if, you, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. What? Yeah, so, that's, I mean... Um, grandma's advice. It's, it's a lot like when McCain died. Um, Bush was a neoconservative. Uh, he came up through the CIA. He was, like, a, definitely an insider, political insider. And uh, he started the Iraq War, the Gulf War. So a lot of libertarians objected to his policies and objected objected to him and the bush power fam like the bush family in general mm -hmm. and so you know there's a tendency to dance on his grave or to celebrate or you know even to trash him but um culturally it's bad manners to speak ill of the dead so you know the advice would be you know, if you can't say something nice even, don't even say if anything it's george bush i'm you know i mean you're free to say whatever you want i i try to just um 
But the, the I, I'm not gonna kiss his ass. But I'm like not the rest gonna... of the media is, and the yeah. every other fucking politician. Oh yeah, oh, God. yeah. So his many service. So many years of service for his people. That's <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. all. It's the it's the uh, grief culture. I think it's, it's really funny when I see like like liberal friends or libertarian friends. You know, people that weren't even on his team. And and they're like worshiping him, and it's like it just tells me like Wait, man, libertarian friends are doing this. I, yeah, I've seen, dude. I've got like four thousand friends, so I see all sorts of crazy shit, dude. Mm. Okay, it's, don't brag. No, wow, I've dude. got four thousand friends. Someone's dude. Facebook cool. Bro. No, no. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, at any rate. So I mean, I see all sorts of stuff, you know. And it's like, uh, and then when it's somebody who's not even on the guy's team, <laughs> it's like, wow, man, you must really love statism, you know. <laughs> People are competing for grief. You know what I mean? When somebody dies, like Stan Lee dies, everybody throws up something, you know, about sure. how they're grieving so hard and how he meant so much to them. Yeah, it's one thing to be a comic book legend, um, but up when it's a political politician, you know, no, I mean, head of state, yeah. it, it just it become it becomes a political topic. You know, well, I'm just and saying, that's... like deaths, like celebrity deaths, Burt Reynolds, you know, Stan mm -hmm. Lee, all this stuff, even you know George W. or George Bush. Um, when people die now, it's it's become this reactionary thing on social media that you, you know, just totally you you make you, you make a yeah. big deal about how upsetting it is and how yeah. great he was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one interesting thing was Bush won the presidency in 1988. Um, that was the year the LP nominated Ron Paul. So I was looking at the election results from Bush's uh, win. Uh, didn't Bush win in like uh, 2000? Uh, this is no. It was George H. W. Bush. Oh, the, H. W. The father. The yeah, father. The he one. won in uh, '88. Yeah, that was the year yeah. Ron Paul was the LP's nominee. Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I was looking at their results, and it was like 41 million to 41 million, or whatever the uh, Democrat had. I think was it Dukakis? I think it was Dukakis. Yeah. It was and then, Dukakis. um, and then Ron Paul had like 400 thousand or something like that. Um, you know, and you think about. Obviously, the country still isn't libertarian-minded, and we didn't elect Ron Paul in 2008 or 2012, but it's interesting to think about how different history would have shaped, um, been shaped had Ron Paul won that election. Hmm. Had you know, I would assume that if Saddam invaded Kuwait, that Ron Paul would have followed a non-interventionist foreign policy and said it's not our business to... Um, you know, go to war for Kuwait mm -hmm. and would have stayed home, and the Gulf War wouldn't have happened. Um, and we would, and, and basically the rest of history would have played out differently. What, you know, what would gas prices be? That's what I want to know. I don't know. Speaking of <laughs> gas prices, I mean, gas prices are coming down. I don't know if you've noticed. I, I saw I like two, $2 and three cents for a gallon or something. Dude, I, almost, I don't pay attention to that shit. Almost into the ones <laughs> again. Either. I got so, a gas guzzler, so I fucking do. I, yeah. Oh, I, really? I just fill up my tank. Yeah. And I um, fill it up like maybe like twice a month at the most. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Son of a bitch. Gas yeah. prices, TV prices. Nice. I heard people getting like ridiculous TV deals on Black Friday. Oh you yeah, know, man. Sixty-inch TV, sixty-five-inch TV. I got a forty-three-inch 4K for three hundred bucks. Yeah. Samsung. Damn. Yeah. So I don't know if it's a test. That's a good size. To this. Yeah, man. To this. Is that big enough for you though? Strength of our dollar <laughs> or what it is, but you know, um, seeing some falling prices. Falling prices, so, bro. For oil and anyway. Some damn Saudis. Yeah, but. Point is, you know, are they maybe, making up for murdering a journalist? Yeah. You know, maybe, <laughs> maybe had Ron Paul won that election, there would never would have been a Gulf War. There might have never been a 9/11. There might not have ever been an Afghanistan war. 
I mean, who knows? You know, like something like that, it, it plays a pivotal role in in uh, shaping history. Butterfly effect. Yeah. Mm. Butter. Well, yeah, and that that's not even a small thing. Who wins the presidency is a big big deal. So, but right. of course, you know, he lost. And uh, butterflies come all in shape, all shapes and sizes. He's right. He's right. Yeah, that's interesting. So wait, so what percentage of the vote did he get? Paul, um, I don't know. I think less than one percent. I didn't. I didn't scroll over and look at the percentages. I was just looking mm. at the totals. I mean, it's kind of cool though that ha have we be has the Libertarian Party been getting progressively more a higher percentage of the vote since then? Well, I, I think they they got you their... know uh, Bob Barr actually got uh, more votes in uh, what was that two thousand eight. Than Ron Paul did in 1988. Like more as a percentage? Uh, more as a number. Well, I no, want I mean, to know percentage. Yeah, I mean, yeah. granted, there's yeah. more people, but it was yeah. a sizable enough number. And then it was pretty funny because somebody pointed that out to me to like say, oh, Bob Barber's a better candidate. And it's like, no. just no. means people are just stupid. Yeah, I mean, if you remember 2008, <laughs> 2008, Ron Paul like introduced people to the word libertarian, you know? Right. So, you know, Bob Barr was just, like, picking up the scraps at that point. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh, Johnson's last campaign was the highest percentage total the LP has ever gotten. For sure. And, of course, they tout, you know, well, that's, we did it, you know, something we did. And I think it was really just a reflection of so many people not liking Hillary and so many not liking Trump. And they mm -hmm. just, that was a protest vote. Yeah. So I think, I don't think that the Libertarian Party did anything particularly spectacular but that hasn't stopped them from touting their own horn a little bit. Like, yeah, look what we accomplished. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah, I mean... But it was really circumstances. As far as marketing goes, it's not a bad thing to do. Like, oh, look, we're uh, we're coming up in this Coming in this up bitch. in the world, yeah. yeah. I wonder if that same thing will happen in uh, 2020. 2020. Yeah. That's a good question. Depends you know, on who runs, right? Yeah, well, it's gonna, obviously it's going to be Trump on the Republican side. Um, so the libertarian, the Liberty Caucus of the Republican Party is not not likely to have a challenger um, for Trump, and so um, you're not probably not going to have any Liberty candidate coming out of the Democratic Party. Although you <laughs> might have somebody that's palatable. Uh, you I might have someone that's anti-war. Yeah, like Tulsi Gabbard or something. Yeah. But I don't th I don't know that she's even considering uh, running for president. I'm sure Warren's going to run. I, I, actually, I saw a couple articles that. Um, you know, she talking might. about her running. Was it on InfoWars? No, it was not on InfoWars, Jared. <laughs> but she's one of the only ones that I can think of on the Democratic side that libertarians would really look at. And, uh, I mean, obviously, they would consider anybody, but you're probably going to get somebody more like Bernie, somebody that's pretty far to the left. You know, that, like, I, mm. I really like her uh, her foreign policy stance, and then I, I also like her uh, drug war stance. Um, you know, e economically, though, you know, she's kind of a burnhead, but... Yeah. It's uh you know to like those two stances which are like the most important things I would to me, it's like I don't know I I I'd be more tempted than I have been to vote for like any Republican or Democrat who's recently ran for president. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm not I'm not so sure. You, you, wait, hold on, but go back going back to what you just said about you you think that will end up not will end up, the Democratic Party will end up uh, choosing a Bernie esque candidate. Or do you think they'll they'll go back to their Elizabeth Warrens and Nancy? Uh, she's pretty close to a Bernie Sanders type, don't you? Elizabeth think? Warren is. You don't think? She, I don't well, know. Maybe, uh, I mean, maybe I don't think in reality. Maybe in in 
She just seems like a standard politician to me. Yeah, I, I, mean, I think she, she's not as genuine. You know, I mean, she might be like, oh yeah, universal health care, blah blah blah. Yeah. But I don't know if she's like, she's not, you know, Ocasio or, um, you don't think she's that? I mean, she's, I don't know. Not they're Warren, all they're all think. pretty nuts from my perspective. Well, they're certainly nuts. Yeah, <laughs> but, but she seems more establishment to me. I don't know. I, I'm not too. Key, keyed into the whole Democratic me, me neither, party, the, but that's just the vibe that I get. The Didn't I hear that Hillary Clinton was dipping her toe back in the water a little bit? She might be. Bloomberg, too. The analysis I heard was that... How much denial can you exist in to like, was that, A lot. Yeah. She a doesn't know anything lot. else, though. She, I heard it will be like the Republican primaries. sit with primaries. your millions and just fucking live your life. I heard it'll be like the Republican primaries were, where they have like 20 candidates, you know? So it's Probably. Just, it could be very contentious, Mark I'm sure. Zuckerberg? Uh, who knows? I mean... God, I hope so. Dude, I know. hope so, too. That'd be hilarious. The Democratic <laughs> Party is very fractured. It's not as unified as we like as we sometimes think it is as outsiders. And there's progr- there's some more oh, progressives. There's the establishment. And um, I don't know. They, they're they really big into the identity politics, so they're really going to care what the gender and race is of their, of their nominee. That's very big to them, and um, we'll see. I think no matter if he runs or not, I'm still going to write in The Rock. I, I think Brock? The Rock. Oh, The Rock. Oh, the Rock. Rock. I was, was like, going to say, I could see uh, Obama. I mean, maybe he wants to get back into it. I think he would. Can you wait? Can you? No. Well, I, FDR wait. ran four the, times. Yeah, they changed it. There's, a, there's an amendment. You can only have that. two terms. They, they, yeah. But is it because, two consecutive because terms? Because of FDR, they added that amendment. But is it only know. two consecutive terms? I don't know. No, it's it's two terms. Two terms total. I'm I'm almost absolutely well, if certain. Not, if it's not him, I mean Michelle Obama could run. Well, I could see yeah. that for sure. Yeah. Or is Biden. She's been doing a lot of speaking engagements. Biden's getting up there in yeah, age, think, and so is Hillary. These people are getting into their late seventies, yeah. and you're going, "Do you really have the energy that it takes to to campaign? Because it's a lot of travel. You're flying, crisscrossing the country. You're constantly on camera." Constantly, I mean, it's just and that's very, the job too. It, it's Once the job get, is like it. that too. It's very taxing, and you get somebody that they have to be pretty vibrant at an right. old age to be able to handle the 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 workload of it. It's just is that a sideways compliment to Trump? Is that what that is? No, I, you know, no. He's also an old man, though. He is also an old man. I don't know. He's doing. He does it. He handles he it. I guess. Joe Rogan keeps saying he's on uh, diet pills. Maybe. Like, you know, amphetamines and shit oh. like that. Yeah. Probably. I'm sure he's on something. So. Does he snort it out of the first lady's ass? I don't know. Well, I, I would. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you, though? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. All right. All right. Next topic. <laughs> w- would you, Kyle? <laughs> Wait, Kyle. <laughs> Hold on a second. All right. Uh, bump stocks. What's this about bump stocks? Bump, bump stocks bump, save bump stocks. lives, man. That's bullshit. They save lives. Yes. Go on. They're stupid. They're horrible. Yeah. Dipshit redneck accessories for rifles. Okay. They're not in use by any military on the planet. Mm-hmm. Well, they can have fully auto ma- yes. automatic yes. weapons, so they have no use of <clears throat> but the, this, the this, bump stock gimmick. They replicate that, and the douchebag in Vegas. At the ranges he was shooting at, he would have killed more people with aim fire. If he, in with aim fire instead of using a bump stock, that's why I said bump stock save lives. That idiot with a bump stock killed fewer people. I don't know. 
Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm not sure if he would or he wouldn't. Because if uh, my my guess is he was like shooting into a crowd, so he he was, but that it, it was, he's, it was more he's bullets. Using it's it, like you weren't going to miss anybody. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, it's like he, it was like he was shooting. Into, but the, I don't know. I mean, I, I see what you're saying. Air, he's using. It's going to make him less accurate. Yes, he's yeah, using, he's using it as an area weapon, like yeah. a real machine gun, mm-hmm. at ranges with a with an optic. And a high capacity magazine, he could have been way deadlier. That's a fact. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, That's a that's a a rifle range shooting fact. Now, also to my knowledge, I I believe I heard that um, you know the Las Vegas shooting was the only incident that a bump stock was used in a crime. Yeah. I mean, not that not that not that they should be banned, but they're 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 not they're they're a toy. They're a range toy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's... I, to pretend I, I you know, got a full-auto weapon. They're, and they're not like, shooting anything. It's just... Yeah, I mean, like, I, I know a lot of serious shooters, and I can't think of one that owns a bump stock. Yeah, it's a toy. It, it is a gimmick. I, I The video I watched of it, the one guy, the guy was like, here's how far, how quickly I can fire just with a single pull. Kyle, and here's do, you have a, quickly, do you have a bump stock on your Red Rider? I don't. Uh, he was like, here's <laughs> Put how your eye out, kid. I can fire with the bump stock. He put stock. several and, eyes out. Yeah. I mean, just pulling the trigger, it, he was pretty quick. I mean, it was... It wasn't quite full auto speed. The, the bump stock was definitely a quicker rate of fire, but it's just spraying all over the place. You lose um, control and accuracy with it. So I, I do see it as more of a gimmick. Um, I don't think a, a national ban is called for. Uh, just It's very unfortunate what that nutjob did in Vegas, but, um, you know, the guy was really, what about really the, crazy. Uh, what about the 40, I'm sorry, 90 chess um, argument that people make where it's like, Oh, Trump's just doing this to appease the, the gun control left by getting rid of something that most people don't even use. Uh, I'm sure. It's, I'm sure it's a calculated political move on his part. You think so? Yeah, I, I, I think it's. I, he wants to be reelected that, in that 2020, is, right? Right. And he can say he did what he could with. Uh, he responded and yeah. Dangerous bump stocks that. But it's not enough to get the right completely riled up. And, yeah, because I mean. Nobody cares. You do about research about it. You go, okay, it's it's a toy for the range, right? So, you know, but it, the argument against it is, you know, why give up any fucking ground whatsoever? Right? Shall not be infringed. It shall not be infringed. But, yeah, I, I oppose the ban, but there's really, I'm not. Okay, not I oppose the streets. It. No, yeah, Trump's, <laughs> Trump's not asking me for my opinion, and I'm not gonna. I'm not going to ride in the streets. Of course, I don't. I don't ride in the streets. In, it's a general, <laughs> general That's principle. That's a good quote. Kyle Wagner does not ride in the streets. There we go. Yeah. It's so, a podcast title. Maybe. I mean, what are, what are we supposed to do? You know, there's nothing you really can. You can do. complain and hope it doesn't happen. And, and I mean, and like, if this it does is happen, not... I don't own a bump stock, so I'm like, all right, whatever. Right. And I mean, this is nothing compared to the ground that's been ceded previously to the gun control yeah. group. You know, I mean, you you can run down. I mean, you could print out a several page document of. Every uh, every gun control law that's been passed on both the the state and the federal level, and I mean none of them, you know. That's the thing. Like the left would like some of the left likes to act like we don't, you know. They'll say like women's bodies are more regulated than like the guns and like shit like that. It's like that's not even close to being true. I mean, there's plenty of laws and regulations for all types of weaponry. Um, you know, and it varies from state to state. And then there's federal federal laws that come into play. So, I mean, while in principle, like I'm certainly opposed to like any banning of 
any sort of like item that's not like a nuclear weapon or something. Um, you know, the pump stock thing is really. I think we're having trouble getting excited about it. We're, yeah. ha we're having trouble <laughs> going to the trenches and really objecting because uh, so many people own bump or so few people own one and so few people care about them. Yeah. So I just feel like as in general we're having trouble getting excited about right. resisting. Right. I know? mean, you know, the the slippery slope argument is certainly one to be made, but like I said, we're already on the slope. You know, we're already yeah. we're already sliding down the slope. Bump stocks is like maybe another half an inch that we're sliding but like we're already bleeding you know and and i don't know it's like yeah like you said it's not enough to get riled up about speaking of getting riled up <laughs> uh in paris gotta take a week. they raised the gas tax and then the people took to the streets in a big way they went out with the um, molotov cocktails vests. the yellow vests so the protesters are wearing the yellow vests is yes. that correct yes they uh, apparently to, to drive in France, you're required by law to have a yellow vest. So if you change a tire on the side of the road, it's it's like a helmet law. It's for your own safety. Mm. Wait a second. So if you're driving a car, any driver has to wear a yellow vest? No, no. They have to have it in the vehicle. Oh, in the vehicle. In the oh. vehicle. Okay. Just, I guess, with their spare tire or whatever. So in case they have to do some roadside stuff, they can put the yellow vest. That seems like something they would pass in California. Yeah. Sort of like we it's have to protect people for, for, for their safety. You know, so now you have to <laughs> so you, you have to buy the... this stupid ve yellow vest. Yeah, but anyway, all these protesters are wearing the yellow vest, and I, I've seen that. I, they're not all wearing yellow vests. I've seen the normal black-clad, black face mask, that kind of stuff. But, I mean, it looks like, you know, it looks like a war zone over there. There's people throwing bricks and... Tons of cops with the the shields and everything. It looks like any other riot. It's a lot um, of leftist protesting, right? I'm sure. I'm probably is a lot of leftist protesting. And what, then they have for, the, for what's protesting the raising of the fossil fuel tax. I thought that's what they wanted. So what's the point behind uh, the the tax? What's I I don't know. I don't know if it's to it? discourage. Um, you know, gas vehicles, or if it's just to raise money. But a gas tax is obviously very visible. Um, it's one of those taxes everybody's going to feel. So I don't know. I guess maybe they just don't want to pay more. But I find, you know, from my perspective, it's like, well, you guys voted for these people, um, knowing full well that they were pro-tax or going to raise taxes. Or if you didn't vote for them, maybe you didn't vote at all. So, you know, take it to the ballot box instead of taking it to the street next time. Um, taking it to you know, the streets. Pun punish them politically. <laughs> Yeah. Like, don't burn down your own your own place? city. A lot of the so, damage yeah. is probably to private businesses that have nothing to do with this. I would think. So wait, what what was the exact uh, details of the of the gas tax that was implemented? I don't know. They raised, I mean, they already, they they already pay it. they already pay a lot yeah. for fuel over there. Mm -hmm. Like you know, like one point. Six or seven euros per liter. Who was participating in this that's, ride? That's, was it that's just like eight dollars a gallon, seven eight dollars a gallon drivers. For gas. Oh, like cab drivers? I'm sure they're probably cab drivers. We were talking about the yellow, the yellow vests mm. that signifies that they drive. I guess. Well, I mean, their their place, their their cities, and and their whole countries are are they're not set up the same way as as ours are. So they're not as dependent on gas so i guess that's why we get a 
And, you know, we've got so many people, and this is the way our, our country works, so they naturally are paying more for gas. It, maybe um, there's something underlying more than just this tax hike. Maybe it was sort of the straw that broke the camel's back, and they were already pissed about other things. I don't really know. I, I do find it interesting that France seems to have, they have a history of revolution. They have a history of just taking it to the streets and just losing their minds, whereas Americans, we seem to be... A lot more passive, you know. It, it it's been hard even for libertarians. Like libert that's a hard thing to say right now, though. Yeah, you you got not well, really. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, with the way it's portrayed in the news, it's kind of a hard thing to say sometimes. That we that we're not rioting but, enough. Yeah. No, no, that we don't what? riot and that we're passive. I don't. When was the last? When was the last Baltimore big riots. riot? Yeah, we did have that. All well, right, what was going on that. in, in that Portland? That was Freddie Gray. Baltimore yeah. riots. I mean, you had you call it like pseudo rioting during like the inauguration of Trump. Yeah, and subsequently throughout, there's been yeah. like protests that have sort of devolved into a bit of rioting, but nothing like. Maybe it's just never riots that I personally care about. With, <laughs> yeah. you know? Maybe that's what it is. I'm well, like, like even in Portland, I think there were, wasn't there some like big Antifa rallies and, yeah. and, and protest. Like they were taking over streets and shit like that. Yeah, I'll give you. All right, I'll give you yeah. that. But I'm just saying, and I'm not saying that's everybody or even a, a, a percentage you, of our country. I mean, it'd be a very small fractional percentage of our country that is doing that kind of shit and that has that like that would go that way. Yeah. But like the way it's portrayed in the news. I mean, it's all over the place, like that small of a fraction of people. So, you know, that's what I'm saying. But you're not seeing any riots against like the military industrial complex or no, or no. anything like no legitimate. <laughs> it's just like it's just like oh, Trump touched a pussy or something. <laughs> like oh, we need to take it to the streets. It's like okay, yeah, we had smash that, this Starbucks. Yeah, we did yeah. have the, the pussy hat riot. That was that was big. The women's march. I wouldn't call that a riot, though. I don't that think was that's definitely fair. a riot, Jer. <laughs> All right, you're right. March. That was a march. Yeah. I mean, we t we do tend to march in this country as opposed to just throwing Molotov cocktails. You know, that's not something that we tend so, to that's do. That's a good thing. That is a good thing. Which I is was a good thing. The same thing. No, yeah. I'm not saying that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. I mean, but yeah, I guess in France and in, in, in I guess in Europe in general, probably they just have a different mentality where. Because they don't have the history, they don't have like the history of like the the First Amendment, where it's like this is a part of like the process of dem democracy is, you know, marching in the streets peacefully. Like they're just like when shit gets fucked up, we just start breaking shit. <laughs> well, I kind of I kind of wish when we had tax hikes, people were more outraged because we've lived through quite a few tax hikes the last ten years sure. in Maryland, and I don't remember anybody being out in the streets, you know, about these ridiculous tax hikes. No, we but have. we voted him out. And got Hogan in. Oh, governor! Yeah, we did vote that governor out. Mm. So, fucking four dot. What is it? Six dollars to go over the Bay Bridge? Uh, that doesn't even really matter to you guys. I live like right next to the Bay Bridge. I mean, yeah, but we, we didn't really vote O'Malley out, right? Didn't he just win his two terms and he was done? Or, no, 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 no. Oh, we, we voted, voted his, him out. We no. He wasn't no, running. It was his, it was his lieutenant his, governor. It was his lieutenant yeah, governor. Like, so you know, you think like he voted vote. his party out, you know? But uh, yeah. <sighs> Which was a big deal it's for a two-to-one Democrat state. You know, <laughs> oh, for the yeah. Democrats to lose is a big deal. And I, I do think people were pissed about the taxes. I think it was ultimately about taxes. We had a fucking rain tax. Yeah, yeah, we had that, the bottle tax, the, uh, the alcohol tax. Our alcohol is uh, taxed at 9% now. Socialism is expensive. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So that's why we voted him out. So we voted his ass out.
So get the fuck out of here, O'Malley. Fuck out of here. <laughs> All right. Um, is that it for the riots? I think so. Okay. Wait, hold on. Real quick, though. Weren't they also, like, these? some of these same people were riding against Uber? Like, weren't they, weren't they, or at least protesting against Uber when Uber came to France because... It was displacing the the opportunities for. I could see the, the cab, cab drivers. Right, riding. it wouldn't be like every. Yeah, it wasn't everybody. I think the the yellow vest riders are not strictly cab drivers. Sure. Yeah, MTA drivers, that sort of. Uh, thing. No, I think just citizens. Oh. Okay. Yeah, they wanted to protect their <laughs> their cab businesses, which we yeah. we've seen how quickly the cabs have like disappeared. You know, it's all Uber and Lyft now around here. I haven't seen a yellow cab in the, a long time. There's a drug dealer on my street that that uses cabs because nice. it's untraceable. That's good. So as as uh, he yeah. doesn't want the credit pays, card. Pays, that's yeah. what that's my guess. Cash. He's just always getting a cab. I'm like, I know you have a cell phone. Yeah, he's got a There's higher a overhead, huh? He's, he's a paying a higher overhead for his it's better small than going business. To jail. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> so they still exist. Black but markets raise prices, man. Yeah. yeah, they're just nowhere near as prevalent as they used to be. And no, they're not. It's really amazing how quickly the market changes to changing conditions it's like okay we're it's all uber now well it's you, you know, know the, it's their own drizzly fault. is it drizzly? drizzly drizzly oh yeah dude i love drizzly we just alcohol we delivery just, yeah we just discovered that what shit. yeah they dude, deliver you're not aware of this? no yeah dude they will deliver alcohol to your house in under an hour yeah it, it's like gary johnson said like <laughs> uber everything that was his big tagline he thought that we were going to go to an Uber model for all kinds of different things, and he wasn't far off. Like yeah. we are seeing a lot of. I don't know about you know, everything, but yeah, it's like there's there's things, an app for pretty much certainly things where it's like you're like I gotta like go out and I gotta like I'm always like that with alcohol. I'm just like I really want some beer, but like don't really feel like driving to get it. Yeah, well, I'll just get it delivered. Yeah. Chicken nuggets, like that'd be chicken, my thing, or like a nuggets, coffee, like nuggets. a latte. Yeah, man. You can you can already do that. So shit. can you do that with Drizzly too? I don't know. No, you do it, Postmates or they should basically um, just have something where it's like you can order a delivery guy and he will get whatever you want. Well, like we have what we have that thing. Pretty much, really. We, so just go pick. I mean, this like thing he won't up. be like, well, go get me like a hooker. Hookers, I was gonna say hookers <laughs> and blow. You <laughs> <laughs> get me a dime bag. <laughs> Someday, hopefully. Well, we had that. We signed up for a thing from. Target I got. I know a guy. I got a guy's number. You, Don't worry. That you, uh, you know, you pay like a hundred bucks a year, and you just order whatever you want from the the website, and they have a shopper, and they pick it all up, from and then Target? bring it to yeah, really, yeah, and it'll be delivered to you in like within two hours, three hours. Oh, shit. Because I mean, you know, in order to compete with Amazon mm -hmm. and their prices, you have to be quicker than them on dis delivery, and that's the new name of the game. Right. Yeah, and Amazon was so, like doing the drones, or they were supposedly going to be implementing. I think they have Amazon delivery. They have Amazon now, where they will come. You know, they, they were will... testing that in Australia. Yeah. So then, yeah. You, then you put, you even put the drivers out because now you're going. Now we don't even need people. We just. We yeah, but you can't drone deliver like a fucking seventy-inch TV though. That's can you? Oh, well, once they get these auto-driving cars, I bet you can. Well, the auto-driving auto car, sure, yeah. Which I, I, you know, have to think is within fifty years, probably. Probably, within, probably within closer than that. Probably within twenty. Yeah. So you have a lot of people that are going to be worried so. about losing their driving jobs, and um, it's just the fear of automation, you know. And that that goes back to like Henry Hazlitt's 
thing with the, the buggy whip makers, you know, like there's always people, technology is always advancing and there are people in fields that become obsolete and then they want to protect those jobs. They want to stop technology because they want to protect their existing job. Mm -hmm. And you, you know, you can look at it and say, well, let's say we had forbidden tractors because we have people plowing fields by hand. So we're not going to allow tractors. Uh, just to protect those jobs. I mean, it's like ridiculous to look at because we look at all the new inter um, enterprises those people were able to go into. We were so much of the population was get, able to get out of agriculture and get into science and technology, entertainment, all these different fields Coal because mining. we no longer all have to be plowing the fields because we have 2% of the populations now able to feed the other 98%. Mm -hmm. So we can go into other things. So the technology frees the labor to do other things. Right. And we don't always know what those other things are, but it's like you have to change with the times. And mm -hmm. it's difficult for people who, especially if they've been, say, driving a truck for 40 years and to say, well, you're not needed anymore, but to, to adapt to the changing market conditions and to find something else. But I, I do think ultimately if you look at the whole economy, it's like, well, now you have the same productivity that you had before with that person now you're doing it without that person so they're free to produce something else so you get more production for your economy in in totality right. because yeah, you I mean, freed the labor up. it's right i mean it is hard on the individual level you know when yeah. they're like well i've been driving a truck for 40 years i didn't spend a lot of time developing other skills now what do i do i mean it sucks you know it sucks you have to, yeah, you have to learn new skills. You have to learn new skills. Which can take, you know, some training or whatever, but, you know, you have to find help wanted. And allegedly in, in this market right now is a labor market or a strong labor market. Mm -hmm. I've heard that companies are having trouble um, finding people because they, you know, their labor is in such, so high, such high demand. So there, there's jobs out there for people who are willing to work. Right. Speaking of people willing to work. <laughs> Speaking of displacing labor. So apparently there is a uh, an auto, an auto, why is it auto blow? That's the, that's, that's is that the, the name of it? That's okay. the name of it. So there's a um, robotic blowjob machine that is on the market and apparently is getting rave reviews. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? Know. Kyle, where did, you, where did you get yours, Kyle? I, I don't have one. Um, Are they I, shipping around a test model? I don't know that they're shipping around a test model. It looks like um like a flashlight uh, almost, but like flashlight. Yeah, but it's like square. You know, maybe more like a lantern or something. I don't know. But then it has it's like a flash this, lantern. Uh, I've seen two versions. I've seen the version that has no um, nothing really attached, and then the one we saw earlier, it has like lips and a nose, mm -hmm. pretty much basically a mouth attached to the thing. So I guess you the you get you that can, lip action there. You get the lip action, yeah. But no eyes. No eyes. But no eyes. Sorry, buddy. I'd put googly eyes on it. <laughs> googly eyes. Well, look, I mean, there's already, you know, women have had vibrators and dildos for for like centuries, I think. Wow, dude. Right. It sounds like you're, you're standing up for men's rights here, dude. I am, dude. I'm, right, a, I'm yeah. an MRA now, bro. <laughs> Why wouldn't uh, the patriarchy provide yeah. those things first? Right, exactly, right? Right? Why why have women received their sexual gratification devices before men have? Well, you know, men had, have always yeah. had to go with rosy right hand or Lucy <laughs> left hand. We've had uh flashlights <laughs> in and, okay. uh, in the past. So Pocket I pussies. I, I don't know what yeah. makes this thing so much better than those things. Well obviously um, it's like it's got Bluetooth. It's got Bluetooth. Kyle, <laughs> would you be open to trying? 
No. Did you I, really? Right? Why? No. Well, I uh, I Which one is it? I made a comment on the um, post oh, about wow. it, There's a and bunch I, of them I on said here. like I don't know what's going on. This is on. Amazon. Oh Jesus, dude! Yeah. You can buy sex toys on Amazon. I did not know that. <laughs> not surprising. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on with our society where we have so many people that are looking for, um, like, a cheap fix in, as opposed to a real partner, you know? Like, it's not, it's like, um, you, you see these, like, robot dolls, you know? Those things would really creep me out. They have, like, a really attractive girl or whatever, and it's a, it's literally a robot. It's like a sex robot. And um, they're just getting more and more realistic. And I, I don't know, I, I guess I find it kind of disturbing, kind of sad, like, I just feel like we're all looking for, not we're all, but some people are looking for a cheap alternative or cheap substitute to the real thing. Here's a libertarian question. Mm. Should a, should a, a underage doll be legal? Mm. Oh, man. That's, 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 mm. uh, that's I've too had, much thought. Yeah, <laughs> I've had that debate in, uh, in the private Facebook groups or whatever. That's no. a common one. Is it really? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Damn. I'm behind it. So, times. I mean, you know, Which it's kind of a disgusting topic, so I try to like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not really yeah. interested in. Let's get back to the, uh, the auto blow. <laughs> sure, yeah. sure, bro. Fuck, yeah. man. Debbie well, I mean, so you, God damn, Phil. <laughs> but it doesn't necessarily have to be a replacement. I mean, it's not like like girls that are in relationships with men still incel, use vibrators. It might be a replacement. Yeah. You well, know, not, well, maybe not as frequently, but, like, they will still use them. Okay, I'll give you the auto blow, but what about, like... <laughs> what about when you're not give me an auto blow, dude. What hey, about, dude, spoiled it for Christmas. No, Kyle's like getting everybody girl. auto blows. What if it's, like, a full robot girl? And That's, that's weird. And yeah. now you're, like, that's watching... much. You're sitting around, you're watching sitcoms, and it's just the three of you, your girl... And your artificial girl, <laughs> and you. So like, you get a threesome. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, you that's get a robo threesome. Robo girl. Well, yeah. That, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. These things are creepy <laughs> as hell. I don't know if you guys have seen any of these like yeah. images or videos. Like the There's like, a Japan. documentary on real, yeah. the real doll or something. You know, and Japan, Japan is really into robotics. Um, you know, which of course the first thing <laughs> we get sophisticated robotics. What's the first thing we're gonna make? Like sex dolls, sex doll. of course. Yeah. yeah. You know. I'm looking on their Indiegogo, the Auto Blow AI Indiegogo. Wow, they have an Indiegogo, and they have a video. And I'm like, dude, come on, any guy with this guy, he's got a goatee. Wow, yeah. He looks like he's touched the kid or two. Oh yeah, <laughs> he would definitely be down for the kid robot. <laughs> what is the auto? What's the Auto Blow retail for? Uh, well, it's Indiegogo. Well, they've raised two hundred sixty-eight thousand four hundred forty-one dollars. Oh, so, right. um, so they are passing around a prototype. So they're five hundred thirty-six percent of their fifty thousand dollars fixed goal. Yeah, it was like um, crowdfunded, right? I guess I'm. Tr I'm trying to find out what it's. Um, Go fund me for that. Is it an auto blow too? I wonder if it makes the sound. Let's, it's let's, like. Oh, 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 yeah. Does it choke? Yeah. Does it? Does it cry? It's like. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what do we think? What are we? Th what are we gonna bet that this costs? I'm thinking like three hundred fifty dollars. Oh, I'll, I'll go nine ninety nine ninety nine. Wow, really? Yeah. I think a flashlight is. How much is a flashlight, dude? Jared? How do you know this off the top of your head, dude? How much is a dude, flashlight? Have you never Jared? seen like a pop up on never. the internet? No. <laughs> no. How much? I don't, I don't how go much? to those websites, dude. <laughs> uh. I, that, I did look I it up know. one time for a, for a friend. For a friend, and, yeah. uh, <laughs> For a friend. Uh, the XT, extra tight. Man, dude, this thing is wow, like... Wow, XT, huh? That's this is engineering at its finest. Dude, I like those... Uh, <laughs> look at this. Diagrams they got there. Look at this. I'm, uh, give me a price here, or else you're going to lose my business. 
You can get toy cleaner for seventy nine dollars. Come on, come on, come well, on, come on. If the cleaner is seventy nine, I have to imagine. Dude, am I, am I ridiculous itself. here? Or can I? Is it's it, like the price is right. It depends on how oh, often oh, you got Web only cleaner. price is one fifty nine ninety five. One fifty nine ninety five. The retail price because it's been slashed. I wonder if it's a cyber price week is deal. Right rules. I won. <laughs> Black Friday. You save eleven percent. Cyber closest week. without going over. Size A, three to yeah, four I, inch girl. I, I thought it was wow. Do they have technology, man? Do they have an extra, extra, extra large? Size C, 5.5 to 6.5 inch girth. <laughs> Kyle, 14 are, are you to 16 Christmas shopping centimeters. for me? <laughs> anyway, wow. wow. Okay, so. So we're actually going to get a punk rock libertarians auto blow. <laughs> uh, it's going to be remain here in the studio, and we'll let you guys know. We'll have our review, and we'll each have our own independent review of the same machine that we all used. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, actually, fuck it. We'll just have like a live gangbang. We should bring it on here and just put it in front of a mic and turn it on. And one day when we just, just wrap it around, a see mic. how loud it is. Whatever happened, just using a vacuum cleaner, though. You know, that's what I'm the saying. The good old days. Good or old your days. dog, you know, and some peanut butter. Yeah. Huh? I'm the weird one. I'm the weird one. You guys want robots? Whatever. Yeah. All right. Um, so we've got uh, some breaking news in the comments section the lp passed the resolution in support of liberland today oh awesome we love liberland here at prl we have the flag over in the corner yeah, there yeah we're, we're jacking their uh magical sky we're, we're flag it we're flag it's for liberland it's, it's a fact but yeah that's awesome congratulations guys and gals i wonder what else they passed because they had a meeting. I mean, that was the they had a holiday party, and then they had an executive committee meeting, and that's what Josh Smith was in town for. Yeah. So I'm curious what other resolutions and bills they they passed. Not yeah. that it necessarily has a huge impact, but interesting to know. Yeah, be curious. So like, like, how do you get invited to this meeting? Like, tell us about it. Uh, well, everybody was Is invited like to the holiday growth? party, pretty much. Like, it was just open. Like, hey, like, hey, the LP's having an open house at our. Um, DC headquarters, or and come, no, but come is, one. Is, is come everybody all. that who's attending like some sort of like elected representative, or how does that work? I don't think so. I mean, uh, we could have gone. The Maryland Libertarian Party actually had its Christmas party last night, so I went to that um, and wasn't able to go to the national one. But there was uh, one guy there that had come from the national party, so he he actually made an appearance at both. Um, no, I think, uh, I don't know that they had requirements. I'm sure you probably could have just been like, Hey, I'm, I'm a libertarian. I'm in, or interested in the party or just a member or whatever. How, how was the Maryland LPs, uh, Christmas party? It was fun. It was nice. They had, uh, like how many people were there? Well, I got there late. Um, cause I actually had another party before that. Yeah, but sure. I got such a social icon. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It was busy last night. So, how um, goes the parties? Guys. I think they had, Jeez. you know, 50, 60 people, something like that. Cool, cool. Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a pretty good turnout, I saw. Did, did, games? Are things looking, are people depressed as, as they're uh, milling about? A little bit. I mean, um, you know, a couple people were like, well, what's the plan? There can only be <laughs> one plan, which is we have to get back on the ballot. So, we have to collect signatures. And, um,. I think there's a little bit of burnout from the election. The, our candidates, in particular, are like, okay, you know, we'll g let's give it a little rest here. So, so was uh, Arvin there? I didn't see Arvin. No, he ah. was probably at the national one, but I'm not sure because he's not on the LNC anymore. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if he would have gone or not. Right. We got to get him back on the podcast. Yes, we do. He's Ar been posting Arvin? prolifically on Facebook. Yes, he has. Has he? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, um, 
follow is that him. No, more than normal? Yeah, I, I favorited him, so I would see all his <laughs> posts, and now I'm realizing, like, he literally posts, uh, like, five times a day. What does know? he do for... Oh, yeah, he has his own company. Yeah. Well, um, and he's... That's cool. Running for president. Yeah. Uh, for running for the LP nomination for president, at least. So, um... You know, and and there's a lot of libertarians do follow him and and uh, comment on his posts. So, and they are they are you know interesting enough to comment on a lot of times. So that's why I do it. Does he talk about auto blow machines? No, no, mostly just talks about middle. You know, his term is middle <laughs> middle class welfare to describe public schools. <laughs> yeah. So he's often raging about that and just the welfare state in general. Mm. Mm. Interesting tactic. All right. um moving on uh so bitcoin remember when we used to talk about bitcoin every week (laughs) yeah we did and then since then what was it at how high was it then Uh, 15 or something i mean yeah well the highest it went was like 20 I thought it was nineteen, nineteen thousand. No, I think oh, okay. it broke. Yeah, it, it might broke have been ni- nineteen. It, it broke twenty, didn't it? It did. Yeah, I thought it. Was, yeah, I think. What nine, is it now? I, I well, think now the highest was nineteen. Four thousand. Four thousand. Two hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, like, so I don't know. It sounds like a deal right now <laughs> to me. It's a, That's you know, my two hundred bucks. Like you, you want to, you want to buy low. Four zero six nine. I mean, it was, Shit. it was definitely a craze. It was a bubble. Um, the crypto bubble. Everybody was jumping in. I was seeing news stories about it. On MSNBC and CNN, you had all these like Bitcoin millionaires, and even the show. These guys were all invested in uh, crypto, and and uh, it was exciting. Um, and I I guess I didn't really know. You know, I I was like, is this the start of a monetary revolution? Is this going to keep going, or is this going to um, be a fad? And and so far, it's it's ended up being a fad. But well, I, you know, I don't know if that's fair to say. Well, you know, the, I mean, it certainly still exists. It still exists. It still exists. I mean, it's still it some it's still d- appreciated by thousands of a percent since it started. Yeah, I mean, it depends on when you got in. If you were one of the guys buying at fifteen thousand, trying to capitalize on the, the sure, well that yeah. soaring price, then you got you know burned. Sure. So, um, but I, I I don't know if it's fair to call it a fad. Just I mean, maybe that particular market cycle was you know driven by. That that type of thinking, where it's like, oh, this is like the next big thing. I need to jump in. I need to jump in. Yeah, yeah, that's not sustainable. Um, but I think as a currency, and it, whereas a technology, and a currency, um, I, I think we're just at the beginning. Really, I mean, that, I, I don't think it's it's definitely not going anywhere. That could be, but I think the question has always been, what's which one of these cryptocurrencies is going to emerge as the front runner or the winner of this race because sure uh it's very easy to create a new cryptocurrency and and um so you just have all of these different options and um well that's what that's why we have the beautiful thing called the market yeah to decide yeah. which one's the best there's no forced monopoly i mean that's like one of the cool things about crypto dude mm-hmm. no it's it's interesting like uh you know i i was saying it just seems like no matter what bitcoin does you have its proponents and its uh detractors sure. and if it goes down the detractors are you know saying haha i told you so and if it goes up the proponents are saying haha i told you so so you just have these two camps basically perpetually making fun of each other depending on what the price is that week and, yeah. but it's been volatile you know it it drops down and then it shoots back up 800 bucks or something the next week and it, it's been going back and forth but it's a long way from from where it was at the peak, but still, 
You know, sure. It's still, but it's also still way higher than it was when it first started. Still over three thousand or four thousand a coin, which is, you know, yeah. And all it's more than an ounce of gold. An ounce right. of gold is only twelve hundred or whatever. Exactly. Yeah, uh, Jared, Mark Albert was telling me a while ago that like he knows some dude who um, was able to retire off Bitcoin. And he sold his Bitcoin when it was at like two thousand dollars. Really? Yeah. I mean, he, he just when had enough of it, it, though. That I, I'd imagine ten dollars. Uh, I imagine pretty soon. Damn. So if he was able to retire off, early, off of it yeah. at two thousand dollars, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it was like a younger dude. It right. Was, it was hard to know when to jump off the train. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I hodled all through the whole thing. I mean, there was a point where maybe I should have sold, but yeah. You know, but it's, it's really hard. You know, it's it's easy. Second guess that shit. It's easy in retrospect to be like. I mean, I did sell some of it, so like, it's not like, and I still have a lot left. But, anyways, aside from my own shit, but like in retrospect, it's a lot easier to say like, well, I should have sold at exactly twenty k. But when you're in like that zone and it's moving up that quickly and rapidly, and there's all this talk about, well, this could just be like a parabolic move, and it just never goes back down. It's you you don't know you don't know until after the fact when you're like oh yeah clearly that was like a little bit of a bubble there you know yeah. um, the market correction it's just easier said than done so it's basically like how much profit do you want to make or do you just want to try and go to the moon and hope it gets there I mean from if you're taking it from that angle or you're just a, you know you're a purist uh, cryptocurrency advocate and you're like I don't care what price it is I believe that this is the future of money and I'm gonna hodl. buy as much as I hodl. can and hodl. And I, I kind of ride that position with the idea of, you know, making making some money off of it. Well, there's also, you know, warring camps within the crypto uh, proponents. You know, there's Bitcoin mm -hmm. Cash or whatever. So there's people have their right. their preferred currency, and sure. then they argue that that's the one you should get instead of the other one. So well, I mean, there was that with, with precious metals, too, at one point. There were, uh, I mean, there were huge mistakes made where people basically tried to, like, base their currency is like i think it was like silver as the basis then realize like silver it doesn't make a very good standard it, i mean it's good for certain things but it's not as good as gold it's as good far for as a smaller transactions right exactly it's but gold. it's not good for you know a standard or anything like that or you know they have different properties or like long term whatever I, i'm not a huge expert on it but there what i do there's a there's a good book actually. It's called the Bitcoin Standard, and this guy goes through. I mean, he's a he's an Austrian economist, um, and he goes through the 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 evolution of money throughout the ages and how they used to use like fucking like giant stones, yeah. like on this on this. There's like this um you know island tribe, and they would use these stones, these giant stones, and they would basically like mark off what everybody owned of that stone but then obviously as usually happens the white people showed up and fucked everything up because they were like oh these stones are valuable like we can just fucking import this shit so they just basically caused like hyperinflation by bringing like their own stones over and be like oh yeah i'll buy this whole village for like three stones <laughs> you know? um, apparently arvin did show up at a uh, national last night one of our viewers commented dave thanks dave ah thanks dave Sweet. Um, but, yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, who knows what's going to happen. But it's it's interesting, and Bitcoin's still alive. It's not dead yet. So. Would you recommend buying a coin for 3000 bucks, 4000 I mean, I, I don't know if I would buy a whole coin unless you can afford that, but I would say 
I don't feel like it's. I would say don't put any more money into crypto than yeah. you can afford to lose. Also, yeah, I'm not. And, I mean, really, that goes for that goes for anything, yeah. right? You know. Yeah. Yeah. But, I would say uh, I mean, if I was like, to me, it seems like a, a bit of a deal. Like I, I think it'll go up from here. You know, m- maybe not next month, maybe not next year, but uh, you know, I, I think uh, we haven't seen the last of crypto. Yeah, and I've been I've been reading some articles, and obviously this is you know anecdotal and probably has to do with you know whatever my Google News is feeding me right now. But um, there does seem to be some like optimism, uh, some institutional optimism. Um, as far as like in like the banking system, and um, I think it was like the the FTC or something. Somebody was like, "Yeah, we're you know we're still counting Bitcoin as like a, a thing." So I mean, there there seems to be some optimism. I mean, I I think people that really understand technology and understand currency are seeing it like, okay, this is this is something like that could be legit. Um, in the future, obviously, right now it's we're in a you know what they call a bear market, but there's certainly people see potential in it, so we'll see what happens. Well, it has also done really well when the government currency has failed. So when you look at like Venezuela, I think a lot of people were happy to be able to jump on board that were down there, you know, mm-hmm. and even as fast as it's lost um, value, Bitcoin has lost value. Their national currency is lo- losing value and has lost value even faster. Mm-hmm. But um, they're just, you know, they use U.S. dollars, just anything for stability other than their national currency. Sure. And we could one day face a similar situation, but but who knows? We're not at that point right now. Our dollar seems to be pretty strong. Yeah, I mean, relatively speaking, sure. Thanks, Trump. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Trump. Yeah. thanks base base trump so do you think trump's killed bitcoin i don't think no <laughs> i don't think he had anything to do with it i think it was a speculative bubble i think everybody was just trying to get rich quick and um the there was no fundamentals behind it it wasn't like it was actually replacing u.s dollars as a currency or anything like that i don't think corporate america jumped on to well i think the fundamentals are there but the uh yeah, the fundamentals are are much more there than they are for say the u.s dollar i mean i think the fundamentals are there point. but what you the thing you said after that is true that yeah it's not replacing the u.s dollar yeah, anytime like, soon yeah i can't like i mean if my boss would be like hey you're gonna get paid in bitcoin from here on out that would be like wow this the world is really changing you know yeah yeah but, yeah uh that that hasn't happened it's no no that's why was, I, I that's why i think you know any sort of um that's what i'm looking for just any any sort of like stamp of like all right we know bitcoin is now this it's way too early to do that it's way too early i mean you're talking about a, something that's in its very very early stages and yeah, I mean, there's going to be speculation, and there's going to be a market for it, and we, we've seen that. When can I mean, we this call isn't it? even the first time that we've seen that. We, we've been seeing that since it first started. I mean, it started at like, I mean, several cents for a Bitcoin, you know. Yeah. And even in like 2012, it was at you know twelve dollars. When can we call you know? it a so, galactic credit? Galactic credit. Galactic credit. Is that from Futurama? Or is that from? What's I don't that from? know. Or is that from Star Wars? I'm thinking. I'm not um, quite sure. Those are, Star Trek. Those are Republic credits. I'm, okay. I'm imagining credits. the Jetsons. My bad, bro. My bad. I don't know, but that'd be. We we need an interstellar name. Galactic credit. Start your own crypto, dude. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. So yeah, I think that that's probably about <laughs> all for this week. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, thanks for coming over, guys. I appreciate welcome, it. Dude. Yeah, and until next time, live free or die. Oh, you son of a bitch. Fuck yes. That is shed. Stretching the flags on the tax bombs in red. Voices by a few at the expense of the many. So do the gods and the machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom in that point in a fine land. To support the truth, then bring them home. I believe the jokes will do the best for you. And I believe that we. Have the power, have the power. I hate the state, and I know I'm a slave. We can make a break, break the power, break the power. Society of individuals, nothing more than not interference with natural rights. With the virtuous person fully comprehends the non-aggression principle, the violence of the state becomes absolute.